Hello, and welcome to Revengers Friends from Work on the Hopewell Valley Student Publications Network, where students come together to publish content to share with the world. The opinions expressed in this episode are my own. Please enjoy the show. You are listening to Revengers Friends from Work, the podcast, with your host, Christina Zellin. of Revengers Friends from Work, the podcast, I will be discussing what my favorite MCU movies are and why they are my favorite. When watching a movie, there are certain things that I'm looking for for me to determine if I would rewatch the movie. First one is the plot. Does it have a good storyline that is interesting and keeps me engaged and wanting me to know how it ends? Two, powerful and emotional scenes. Are there scenes that make me say, wow, that was really cool or that make me cry? Number three is the characters. Does the movie do a good job of making me care about the characters? Do I get emotionally attached to them and want them to succeed at whatever their task is? Four is overall enjoyment. Do I enjoy watching this movie? Would I watch it again? And I go into every movie with this mindset, and these are the MCU films that I feel did the best job of doing these things. Thor Ragnarok. I cannot tell you how many times I've watched this movie. Probably more than I should. I love the plot of this movie. Thor and Loki having a long-lost evil older sister was a really cool villain for the movie. She was powerful to match Thor's strength, so it didn't feel like Thor was fighting someone a lot weaker than him, or someone who was a lot stronger than him. And she provided great character development for Thor and Loki. It made them put aside their differences and come together to fight her, and it made them take a step back and appreciate one another. Doing this made me get really emotionally attached to the characters. I wanted to see them grow close to each other because we haven't really seen that in previous movies. For example, Thor always gets tricked by Loki. He did it in the first Avengers when he thought Loki was escaping. He was already out, and so he ended up just walking himself into the cage. He did it in Thor, and he did it in Thor The Dark World. Both those times, he was fooled by Loki faking his death when he was actually still alive. So, in the beginning of Ragnarok, right out of the gate, Thor could tell that Loki was using his magic to pretend to be Odin. He got that one right away. He did it again later in the movie. Thor had a feeling that Loki would betray him and set off the alarm to alert the Grand Master of his presence. So when he patted him on the back in the elevator soon before they, doing the iconic get help, he put the electric chakra on Loki without him knowing it. Like clockwork, Loki creates an illusion of himself so that Thor wouldn't notice before it was too late that he sounded the alarms. Thor suspected this and shocked Loki, leaving him on the ground. As Thor walks past him, he bent down and says that Loki's becoming predictable and that they're going around in circles with him betraying him and Thor just figuring it out and round and round they go again. And this is good character development and I enjoy seeing that. I love seeing Thor start to put the pieces together and figure out Loki's tricks. I also love to see Thor's reaction when Loki came with the ship on Asgard to help help save everyone. And the first words exchanged between the two of them is, you're late and you're missing an eye. It just goes to show that Thor knew that Loki would come around and help in the final battle. It was also good character development because most of the time... Loki wouldn't really care about the people. Most of the time, he wants to end up killing those people. And now that he had the choice to leave them behind and just kind of forget about Asgard and his past life or come back and save everybody, knowing that it might be the last time he's ever there, 
and he chose to save everybody, it's also really good character development. So overall, I really enjoyed this movie. It made me laugh a ton. I loved the Grandmaster. He was one of my favorite characters in that movie. Same with Valkyrie, I absolutely loved her. And I also really liked how it continued Bruce Banner's story and what happened after Age of Ultron. It was a good explanation as to where he was for the past two years and why he wasn't at the events of Civil War. And we also got to see the little less serious side of Bruce. He kind of loosened up a bit once he was aware of what happened and kind of where he was. And this is a movie where no matter how many times I watch it, I still enjoy it. So now we're going to move on to my next favorite movie, which is Captain America, The Winter Soldier. The things I like about this movie most is the plot. Having Bucky come back after being thought to be dead and not remember anything and trying to kill his childhood best friend, that's one of the coolest plots for a movie in the entire MCU. This movie had me on the edge of my seat the whole time and I was dying to know how the movie ends. The way that Steve was going to let Bucky kill him to finish his mission because he couldn't bring himself to fight his best friend and he was with him till the end of the line, that is really good storytelling. There are a lot of emotional and powerful scenes during this movie. By far, one of my favorite MCU fight scenes is the high white fight scene in this movie. The intensity of the scene is set very early on with the death of Sitwell to start things off. Then the tempo picks up so much and the music really helps to amplify the power of the scene. So great job to the producers for that music for that scene. It was absolutely phenomenal. Then you just see three Avengers fighting people who originally thought were on their side and some mysterious super soldier who was hiding behind a mask. It makes for a very intense fight scene and a very interesting reveal as to who the masked soldier would be. And for it to turn out to be someone that we all know and love and have it be the main character's long lost best friend, it was cool to watch. Now we're going to move on to the characters. We saw at the beginning of the movie that Steve was still getting accustomed to the modern world. Heck, he even walks around with a little notebook writing things down that he should try. That shows that he's willing to learn and adapt to new surroundings. We also see Steve and Natasha's relationship grow. And if you've listened to my previous few episodes, especially episode two, it's been a long, long time, you know that I'm a Robin Autry's fan, so I was all for this. They are going on missions together for S.H.I.E.L.D. and working together just like they did in the first Avengers. They still have some trust issues at the beginning of the movie, mostly because Steve didn't know about Nat's other mission that Fury assigned her during the hostage rescue. Nat is then also suspicious of Steve because he was the last person to see Nick Fury alive before he, quote, died. Steve isn't the best liar. It isn't in his morals. And he always believes in telling the truth. So Nat, being the spy that she is and trying to see through people's eyes, easily saw past them. But once they got on the same page with one another, it looked like they had known each other for years. Steve saved Nat from getting crushed when Hydra took down Camp Lehigh, and after that they had a deep conversation about it. During that conversation, Nat asked Steve if if it was the other way around, would he trust her to save his life? And he said that he did now. Which means that before, probably at the beginning of the movie, he wouldn't have trusted her, and... Nat proved him over the course of that movie that he can, in fact, trust her. And now Steve trusts Nat to save his life if it came down to it. I think that the main reason I enjoyed this movie was because of Steve and Nat's relationship growing over it, the plot of the movie, and the action sequences. 
sometimes for the fun of it, I just go back and rewatch the highway fight scene because of how cool it is. And it's just really fun to watch and just to see everything just all come together in like this four minute long fight scene. It's a really long fight scene and it's really cool. All right, now we're gonna move on to Infinity War. I love the plot of this movie. After years and years of building it up, it was finally here and it did not disappoint. The plot of this was basically, it's all or nothing. You all go in hard, give it everything you got, leave it all out there, or you guys lose. And so does half the universe, so they kind of had to get it together. Seeing everyone come together and just fight one person is just see everybody from across the Avengers to the Guardians of the Galaxy and people who weren't even like really a part of the Avengers yet just all came together and just all just fought till they couldn't anymore. That goes into the powerful scenes. One of the most emotionally powerful scenes in that film was Wanda and Vision's final goodbye because it was just heart-wrenching just to see these two people who are instantly connected with one another, having one of them have to kill the other one off for the sake of the universe. And it sucks because there was no one else who can do it. It's, like, it's not like Tony could have came over or, or Thor could have came over and destroyed it. No, it had to be Wanda, which made it awful. It was just awful for her. And it was really sad to watch. Another scene that I really liked was the Captain America reveal part where other Avengers came to Wanda's aid in Scotland and we just see Steve emerging from behind the train and then you see Sam come in and then you see Nat come in and you see the three of them all just work together just to get them off Wanda's back. That was really cool. And another one of my favorite scenes was seeing the Guardians and the Avengers or at least some of them, meet for the first time. I'm pretty sure 99% of the fandom can accurately recite that scene, even though it's two minutes long, and including myself, yes, I can do that. So that was really cool to see for the first time, and I really just like seeing them all come together, put aside their differences, even though they were still like, are you with Thanos? Are you against Thanos? Like, they're all just trying to figure it out. Now for the characters. I cared about whether the characters completed their mission or not. And that once again goes back to the buildup in prior movies, but seeing it just all come together in this one was fantastic to watch. And knowing that half of them would be gone if they didn't win was something that I got emotionally invested in. Because at that point, we didn't know what would happen at Endgame. We didn't know that they all would come back. So sitting there in 2018, not knowing that, you wouldn't know that this could be this could be the last time that you ever see your favorite characters on screen. We didn't know. So knowing that it was that all or nothing kind of situation, knowing that if they lost, we didn't know which ones would be gone. It was a 50-50 at chance random kind of deal. So we didn't know. There was a lot of unknown and that's what was scary about it. We didn't know who was going to be alive. We didn't know who was going to be gone. And that was part of it. We all got emotionally invested into the characters, so we cared. 
and the overall enjoyment of the movie. I enjoyed it. Like I said, it was a great plot and great story. There were a lot of funny lines, despite it kind of being a very serious and emotional film. They still found the way to keep it lighthearted and funny. And that's another reason why I really like this movie. It's a funny movie. Like, it's funny. There are scenes that make me laugh, even though it's a very serious situation, which is good. Because that way we don't feel all sad and depressed and anxious while watching it. We can have those moments of lightheartedness and humor that break it up a little bit. So it's overall, there's a lot of different moods and emotions. It's not just set on one of them, which is really good, which is what I love about the MCU a lot. There's never just one movie that's just happy, that's just sad. You get all of the emotions in all the movies, and that just goes back to great story writing. So that's going to be it for this week's episode, guys. I hope you all enjoy, and I'll see you next time.